Hi there, I'm Eleanor and welcome to the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Each week we're covering a new destination across Sun City Cruise, USA, Worldwide and Camping Holidays. And today we're going to be talking about city breaks with a hint of sun. We all love a city break, but isn't it even better when the weather is great or you can unwind in the late afternoon with a stroll along a beach? So today, instead of focusing on one destination, we're going to talk through our favourite sunny city breaks, including in Spain, Barcelona, Madrid, Seville and Malaga. In Portugal, we'll be talking about Lisbon. In France, we'll be talking all about Nice. In Malta, talking about Valletta. And in Greece, Thessaloniki. So to talk all about city breaks, Stephen and I are joined by Brian and Alan. If you've listened to our Seville, Camping, Greece or Lanzarote episodes, you'll have heard both the guys share all their expertise. Alan has 40 years travel experience, Brian has seven and Stephen 25. So there's lots of city knowledge in the room. So to start off, will we talk about Barcelona? Yeah, I think start off with, with Barcelona. Um, I've been there. Al's been there, Brian's been there. You've been I've there. been briefly there, yeah. Yeah, so all four of us yeah. have been Woo. there. First um, time. Amazing city. <laughs> like, I think everyone would agree it's an amazing Absolutely. city. Stunning. You're just back at it, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I was there at the weekend, just passed. Yeah. Unbelievable. I, I had been there with a group many, many years ago. It was kind of whistle-stop tour, but this time, feet in the ground, finding everywhere. So it's where are we now? We're at the end of March now, so what was the weather like? Beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely. Chilly mornings, you know, starting out, but it was actually t-shirt sweatshirt during the day and then the sun was out full of around t-shirts 2021 20, degrees absolutely gorgeous about the 20s and that you know yeah. early 20s but um busy it's going to be a busy city and it's going to get busier busier as as the, the season goes on but um it's just it's one of those wonderful places to go to particularly like you have to got a quarter yeah mm. i stayed in a hotel in the got a quarter and you just everything's on your doorstep the airport is only a 20 minute drive or you can connect it by train and metro the Suiza Hotel, wasn't it? The Suiza Hotel, and uh, quite a few people, I think, in the offices stayed yeah, in it. Will's been it's there very well. good value, small hotel, excellent staff, spotlessly clean rooms, excellent service, location. You walk out the door, you're on um, Metro Station Ram on the yellow uh, line. But you literally come out the door, turn the corner, 180 degrees, and you're up into the side streets of the Gothic Quarter with all its little bars, restaurants, tapas bars, mm. boutique shops everything's there and you keep on walking through and it brings you right out onto the Rambles and from the Rambles you just stroll all the way up but again restaurant shops and as the further you go up the Rambles you have all the main shops and then you'll further run up all to the high end like Versace and Jimmy Sh- all those I'd oh, say so you were in the mall yeah up the top of that Rambles there is um, <laughs> Plaza Catalonia um, look just sort of rolling back a little bit on what we're going to talk about so when we talk sunny cities um they don't necessarily have to have a beach. No, no, no. Um, there's a couple here that don't have beaches. Just some good weather. But it's good weather while on a city break. So mm. sort of those, for those people that don't want to go away for seven nights to a boring resort as such, because an awful lot of resorts are similar. So you can go to somewhere and have nice weather where you can walk around the lovely city, like Barcelona, like Lisbon, etc. Um, but get some decent weather as well. But the weekend I just came back from, we talk, We walked along the marina by the beach area mm, mm. and it was people just coming off the beach after spending the day in it as well. Lovely, lovely activities as well, you know, to people are doing volleyball and that on the beach. But again, it is it is a break if people, you know, there's a lot of people will do a city break and 
maybe, you know, for him or for her, one would like shopping, one doesn't. So it is a kind of a mix and match. So, well, you go off to your thing. I'm going to relax <laughs> down for a pint or something, you know, <laughs> and a pint, you know. But um, but just while we're on Barcelona, just a few points uh, in relation if you're going there and you want to see some of the sites. As I mentioned, Barcelona is a very, very busy now with tourism. Pre-book, anything you want to see. We went to see um, the famous cathedral, Sagrada Familia, and we booked through the Sagrada Familia online website. Mm. And um, you just literally have your ticket for a time, like ours was 12.30 to 12.45, and you just walk in, and uh, it works about 17 euros just for an entrance ticket, or 25 euros for the entrance ticket, plus uh, the audio of the history. And if you're going to go in and see it, you've got to get it. You've got to find out what the building, what God he had in his mind. I think it's just, it's fascinating. And you'll spend a couple of hours in it, you yeah. know. The, you, so the Suiza you were in, the, what I love about the Suiza Hotel is you could literally start a, a 200 metre diameter radius around it. It's pretty much, you know, the city centre. It is, you know, right in the centre. It's literally decentral. And you've got 200 metres down towards the beach, 200 metres up towards Plaza Catalonia, 200 metres over the other way, over to the Gothic Quarter. Yeah. And the Arc de Triomphe, did you, were you, when were you last there, brother? I was there a year ago. A year but ago. only in the morning. I was going on a cruise. Oh, you were on a cruise. <laughs> I was going on a cruise, from <laughs> so We were just around the Rambles area, the San Jovi Market, mm. and that was really it. Um, but last time I was there properly was 2013. I was there with Fiona. We were there for about four or five days. And um, um, I don't know. Yeah, I know the place you're talking about. Is that the fountains that's in off the ramp? No, it's a mini architecture. You saw it on the map there. It's on the, I think as you look at Barcelona, it's, oh, I think it's on the east side or something yeah like it, it is North yes it be just it's just got walked through the gothic quarter right. and it's just when you come out of the gothic quarter with all the small side streets and little mm. alleyways and shops and bars and tapas bars once you come out of that it opens up then and there's a, a mini version of the the, yeah, the Arc de Triomphe and, and it's sort of and it's road linking to it it's, it's fairly spectacular and there's a really nice Tapas place about a five minute oh, walk from us. Tapas, yeah, all over the place. Yeah, tapas, tapas, tapas on tap. Just yeah. actually, not another Never place. Just behind the Suiza Hotel, uh, heading sort of the opposite direction to got a quarter, but heading on this back street up to um, up to Las Ramblas is the Plaza Real. Um, you wouldn't even know it existed. As a, it's a really busy street that road up from mm-hmm. the Suiza Hotel heading towards the the Ramblas. And pillars you walk in through. Yeah. It's a, um, Carmela Canena's a restaurant we had in and it's actually passed by that restaurant it opens up into that square and it's it's just it's full of those little stalls selling bits and pieces yeah. and like a little market handmade crafts but all the way around that's the, the square the fountain. isn't there a fountain in the middle of it there's like a central point it's actually my, my memory of that is when I was there oh. 20 years ago <laughs> for the football in 99 in May <laughs> and I remember that was the kind of a focal point where people met Oh, the fountain with the light show at night. Yeah, that's, it's, it's just off the Rambus. No, yeah. no, no, that's a bit that's further out. Is it? Yeah, yeah, it's near that's, the Olympic Park. That's the, yeah. yeah it's oh, the, that, no, 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 but this was just off the Rambus because there's, you have the Rambus, the Gotico area, and this was just off it. Do you know what this is like? This is like being in, the Plaza Real is like being mm. in a little football stadium. It's completely surrounded by buildings yeah. and the, the first level the is, is archways yeah. and in the archways are all the restaurants and mm-hmm. you've got a big open area in the middle where there's entertainment, there's bands, there's a big jazz band playing, there was um, jugglers and things like that and then it's literally surrounded mm. and the only way to get out is to go under little 
little alleyways. Yeah, it could Definitely. be the same. It could it be is. the same. I'm almost positive. Mm-hmm. There's not a fountain in the middle of it. They may have removed it or it could be still there. I couldn't. I didn't remember saying it. Left but that's Plaza Real. That, mm. That's a real, like, real holiday feel atmosphere. To oh, the place. And, and like when we arrived in, we walked around it and everyone was sitting down dining and everything. And the restaurants are busy. Mm. We went in and had our meal and we came back out. The restaurants are kind of winding down and everyone's more or less sitting there having beer so it kind of you know it doubles up then everyone's mm. sitting there just chatting and that and, and there's I think a few nightclubs mixed in with it as yeah, well so yeah. the activity is going you see if the dining Hanks crowds is. are leaving and the, the party goers are arriving so it's uh, real, a nice mix real buzzy and just um, mention about I'm doing some of the sites you want to do is pre-booking because don't be disappointed mm. and I think mm. Park Rowell is another thing like a lot of all Gaudi's works you have to really pre-book to go mm. to them but Park Rowell used to be a walk into it now it's it's because of the amount of tourism there mm. it's bookable as well so and uh, one handy thing that we did there someone had mentioned before from Barcelona when you're actually for travelling around you can get this ticket called a T1 it costs 10 euros 20 for um, 10 journeys now if you're not going to be doing a lot of traveling that you can actually use the one ticket between two people just pass it back that that's what we got we got <laughs> fr- went from the train we got the train from the airport into uh, barcelona sand station that was one ticket and then onto the metro line right to, you know you did change to your stop that was an, another ticket so it's they work out a, you know a euro a journey mm. alan working the system yeah. oh, working. <laughs> well we actually we ran out of the ticket and was going to buy another where we were just going from a to b on one mm. stop and we went and it was 220 per person per one journey mm. so that was 880 return and you get a t1 for a tenner you know so t1 yeah. it's we did the same when we were there a couple of years ago that was it like barcelona for anybody who, who goes away you do not need to spend money on taxis it's just you don't need to do it as alan said get off the flight, cross over that gangway, onto the train, into Sands, work your way down into the metro system. You have to be, you would have seen it there, just read. They are mad to Bar- in Barcelona, the Spanish people, they, when they, they go through charge. those tunnels, <laughs> they just power through, they will walk through. Yeah, it's like, yeah. like in the underground, yeah. you know, people I mean, are busy the only thing, going A to B. You know, we're strolling there working, you know. So. Mm. Um, we did get a taxi back now, back to the airport on the Sunday morning, because you know the way Sunday hours, because, you know, you had two or three connections. You had one tube line to another tube line to the main station. And so t- t- trains may not have been running as frequent. So, mm. But it was about 30 euros plus. Well, an- another way, another way of doing that is w- when I was there, um, we got the buses from straight from Plaza Catalonia. They literally line up. They're all green and red buses. So, you know, they'll you know, ha- get onto your the reception in your hotel. No, 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 no. The airport and, and actually, there's, there's an airport bus yeah, and they go okay. from Plaza Catalonia and we got one there. We were going back on a Sunday morning as well and we went up and they're all just lined up and hop on. It's about half an hour-ish. Yeah. Half, the only yeah. thing is that that was my memory of it was that the, we have them here, obviously the, op, the red open top bus yeah. that does Dublin, but in Barcelona, because it's so big, they actually are, there's the red, the red and there's a the green, green line. Yeah. Oh, they have yeah, several yeah, lines. Yeah, you have to choose which line you want to go. Actually, if you're there for a couple of days, the red top bus for the day about 20 euro remember yeah, right? well, I think yeah. but the best way to see the now. city just uh, to get your feel for it 100% and that's yeah. that's something we always speak spoke about Brian as well as in city breaks is you just got to do that to hop on hop off bus yeah. it's a great it's a great way to get your bearings yeah. to, to see the city and just another thing on, on the, the the trains Al is a, a big attraction for most people not all people most people <laughs> going to Barcelona will be the, the Camp Nou uh, going out to the football stadium. I so always call it that. The, I know, yeah, you keep correcting me every time I call it the new camp. So going out to the camp new, um, you, I think it's six stops, five or six stops on the train um, out to it. And it, again, it's very, very cheap and very handy that the stop 
will leave you about five minutes walk. It does, yeah. To the stadium. The top of it's what? What's the name of the big? You know those? Just those. What are those roads? The straight roads. Uh, uh, need a diagonal. Yeah, diagonal. It goes straight, cuts the city yeah, in half. Yeah, cut the city in mm-hmm. half. Just these huge straight roads, mm-hmm. and they have a literally. Well, they have it first. They have the Lewis lines that runs along those, and you can get that up to which believes you at the top end of the stadium. And you can literally walk down to it, and then you see little the mini one. Yeah, right, right beside the it. little mini one beside. I believe it. the stadium tours. I mean, I, I we didn't do it. I've done, I've seen a few football stadiums. If you'll see one, see them up. But I, no, but people have said uh, the Camp Nou is a if it's a, is a fabulous tour. You see a lot of extra things that you wouldn't understand. Yeah, every every city I go to, I do the football stadium tour. No matter how big or small the city is, um, and it is really good. It's such such a big and iconic stadium. Um, we'll talk about Valencia briefly later on. I went to the Valencia Stadium and I actually... There's a Mestalla. Mestalla, and I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Like, it, nearly more so than the, than, than the Camp Nou. Um, but that's, look, that's personal choice. Um, so that's, look, I think, we covered in Barcelona. Barcelona we on. covered. Uh, yeah. It's absolutely, you know, city. anyone has said gone to Barcelona, a oh, wonderful city. And uh, a lot of people I spoke to says, oh, I've been there loads of times. So it's actually, there's a lot of people just don't go and see it once. Uh, I was talking to a chap there just before we went away and they're kind of, and he says, oh, my favourite city, I've been there eight times and yeah. I'm never tired of it. It's usually you know? popular with everyone. I mean, you've got, you know, three, four, five star hotels. We we do we have a couple of apartments now as well mm. in, in Barcelona that are good for people that want to go on a sort of uh, cheaper Eric, set mm. What are they called? Is Eric something? Er, they're, what are they called? They're, Eric Van Dell. Er, Eric, there's the Eric okay. something design, boutique design. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're really good. The only friend of... Fiona's uh, did a gir- ladies began to girls began to with them and brilliant like which took open six bedrooms two bathrooms two bathrooms yeah. for girls just essential which is a group yeah. or uh, it makes it uh, for for a family in that because mm. Barcelona is a city to, to bring the children along yeah because you, know, you have the, the stadium you've just so many sights to see and the beach and everything in that you know yeah actually that's, that's that is a good and point at night time just as sorry just add on there down by the talking about the beach just as you walk along towards the arts hotel there's a big tall there's two tall buildings there. Um, <coughs> the arts and an office block and you have the Olympic port there and that's at night time full of bars now we mm. walk down to that we're a bit early they were only starting up but it's like 12 o'clock before they op- open up and they run all night yeah. Yeah, and it's we were amazing there. for those who want a, a late nighter ok so that's Barca covered um, now on to Madrid now I, have, I haven't been to Madrid as yet it is on the, the bucket list mainly for the Bernabeu and I might, might be going there on the 31st mm. of May this year or 1st of June is it another stadium um, to see <laughs> Can never see Champions too many. Final, Brian. But that's on in the new Atletico Stadium. Yeah, but it's Madrid. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do. The, I'll do the stadium tour today. Before uh, that's all going well. Um, so Madrid. Uh, who's been there? Brian, there. you've been there. I've yeah. been there. You've been there as well. Eh? Mm. What do you think? Oh, I absolutely loved it. I uh, my parents were at a wedding in a a city nearby. So we met up in Madrid for a weekend, and it was just fantastic. The tapas, the architecture, it's just gorgeous city and everything was really walkable in the city in the it main city centre it looks spectacular it looks grand it's like it looks gorgeous. really huge all the buildings and the government buildings things like that is it yeah I totally agree with Alan there that compared to Barcelona where literally it's metro stop go see what you want mm. metro stop and you have to plot your way around Madrid is a wanderer city it's like yeah. Dublin in that way it's quite compact where you want to be and you can literally just walk everywhere Particularly going around like there's the Plaza Sol, Plaza Mayor. There's all these little parts to it, mm. and you can just wander around all these little streets and come across the little market things. Exactly. Yeah. And oh no, it's brilliant. Apart from doing the open bus tour, we didn't take any form of transport. 
Like just it's just it. just walk it. Mm. Like we stayed on the Gran Via in the Hotel Madrid and the Royal Palace was a five minute walk away. The main old town was another five minute walk away. Everything Retiro Park was about fifteen minute walk away. So everything is really, really central. So the, gra- the, the, the Grand core area of the city be kind of smaller than Barcelona? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So. Okay. Like and the Grand V is like a giant version of O'Connell Street. Yeah, yeah, and it's just, it's filled with all the shops and uh, loads of tapas bars. And at one end you have uh, the Retiro Park and then at the other end you have the Royal Palace. Okay. And it takes maybe 20 to 30 minutes to walk between the two. Yeah. Everything's really, really compact and oh, such good food. I was in my element for the day. I was there by myself just eating my way around the city. Is there a, did I hear this is a park? A park in the centre, people go, not necessarily sunbathing, but go and have lunch there, have a picnic there. Is there? Is that would be Retiro Park. Be Retiro park. Like I think they've been, uh, and there's also an amusement park out that side as well. Mm-hmm. To have a kind of sure. a, an amusement no. park, I think, just outside. You've got like where the Royal Palace is. Right? Yeah. And then down at the Royal Palace, there is an area, there's a lovely park area to the right of the Royal mm. Palace where it is called, let me think of this thing. It's amazing. I was fascinated by it. Um, it's called, is it Mount Tepid? Uh, or the Temple of the Depot, which actually is oh, this, yeah, that's um, class. It's amazing. It literally is. So there was a part of the Nile was being flooded and there was this like proper, let me get this correct, Egyptian temple hmm. that they literally took block by block, piece by piece and brought to this park, which is just down from the Olympic Park, or from the, from the Olympic Park, from the, from the <laughs> Royal Palace. And it literally is just sits there on this fountain. It's amazing. And there's a that's where there's a big park, huge, big like it's mm. all you'd love it, Alan, with all the plants and, and flowers like a, and everything. Yeah, it's and lovely. nice viewpoints over the city. Huge viewpoints out. Oh, yeah, and you can see out over the city. Brilliant. And then that's down near. Yeah, and then you've got the opera areas down near there as well. Mm. Is the airport far from the centre? No, no, it's no, a it's twenty or so minutes on the train. train connection so, into yeah. So tr- connections are going to go trains and buses and, yeah, yeah, and whatever. Uh, it's super super handy. And beside the Royal Palace as well. Uh, one thing I love on city breaks is seeing cathedrals. I'm not religious, but I love a good cathedral. And Madrid definitely has the best cathedral that I've seen. Like the art in it is just fantastic. In it? Yeah. It's, um, it almost has like a kind of contemporary feel and it's like just so colourful and bright and vibrant. Um, have the name of it here. It's the Cathedral della Almondena. And it's just, it's absolutely fabulous highly recommend going into it that's if in you're the centre yeah that's yeah it's just next door to the Royal Palace okay it's fabulous and again like we've got tons of good value hotels three four and five stars mm. an awful lot of the, the hotels won't have pools but we try and find some that do because the, the Irish love uh, a good city well, you've got Madrid right pools. in the heart of Spain so yeah. if you're there in high season it's going to be warm. Like, whereas, say, Barcelona or, or Valencia, anything coastal, you know, if you have a sea breeze, you have the beach to get away to, is that cool? Mm-hmm. But Madrid, you know, particularly in high season, it get very warm. That's why I did sort of mention, if you know, is there a park? Because people will mm-hmm. want to, you know, during the heat of the day, if they, okay, if they want to go to a bar, they can go to a bar, they want to mm-hmm. go for a coffee or lunch, they can do that. Um, but they probably don't want to be walking around no. in, in stifling heat, which you're going to get in Madrid in, in the, the middle of summer anyway. So ha- a park to go on. Yeah, even oh, when we chill. were there, it was mid-October and go around without a cardigan. Like yeah, it, it was, was good, like late teens, early twenties. But yeah, Retiro Park is fab. It has a lovely like 
area where you go on boats and loads of shade oh, and loads of trees. And it's, yeah, it's fantastic. And cheap. Yeah. Yeah, like... Food-wise cheap. It anyway. is very cheap. Um, like, you have all those kind of squares, right? So the Plaza Mayor, the Plaza Sol, and... Uh, those they are they're like if, if people are familiar like with the way you come into Dublin Castle and you've got this literally what is a square mm. it's the same sort of thing but it's just open to the general public people flow in and out of it and then you've got lots of those little markets the mm. little kind of uh, mar- mar- you know they're, they're literally markets when you walk into them like that one in Barcelona the San be the same yeah. theme you walk so, in you can eat standing up you have people having lunch um, and you just kind of find all that as you walk around mm. it really is a wanderer city you know yeah. and that's one of the best things about it um, like when we were there I was there with Catherine from the Spanish Tourism Board, so we might as well, it's only right give her a shout out. And um, we were brought down to the Prado Museum, right? Now, oh, like, unbelievable. Oh, but I was like, oh, an afternoon in a museum looking at paintings. <laughs> like, now, I like a little bit of art, but it's, you know, I like more modern content. But this was like just mind blowing. And I would highly recommend that anybody goes to Madrid to just okay. put aside an afternoon, go down to the Prado, pay the ticket, and just go in and have a look at this stuff I think like when we were there there was something in the region of about 9,000 paintings mm. and about 700 sculptures over this building and it was just fascinating it was and absolutely an idea that Brian if it is going to plan it and if it's you know if you're in Madrid and the weather's warm it's a nice go, yeah. get out oh, of yeah, there look the heat yeah. of the day it's, just, yeah, it's, not, it's not um, it's by no means warm in there no. not free in um, yeah, free hours, Monday to Saturday, 6 to 8, and Sundays, 5 Indeed. to 7. All right, yeah. yeah. But think, we went of, during the free hours. A lot hours of city places huge. like that, they do have those, like in Paris, they mm. do have the free days. Obviously, for the locals who want to yeah. go in and that, you know, I know for the, they've made the money from the tourism, but there is some uh, places that you, um, if you research it, you might find some free entrance. And even times. around it outside, it's quite nice, kind of parky yeah, fields where lovely. people just There's sitting around outside, you know stall there's a couple of stall sellers in but they were, you could yeah. sit outside in the sunshine but like when we were there it was it was May um, it was, I think it was 2016 it was the year that Madrid the two Madrid clubs were in the final <laughs> okay. of the Champions League oh wow yeah so there was a huge build up to it so like in the Plaza Mayor the Plaza Sol they had the banners of the clubs up so for obviously for the post kind of you know the big city centre celebrations mm. that, they, that they go big into over there Yeah. and yes just to finish your point we did We part of the tour was we got to Bernabeu and we had lunch there um, it's uh, it's in need of a lick of a paint you know um, <laughs> I had been at a game in it years and years ago but that was the first time I got to properly walk around it and see it and um, like the tour is lovely you get to see all the trophies but it's a, at the time we were t- within 9 or 10 so yeah. with the Champions League That's trophies all laid out and the history of the club is in- is very interesting um, but as a ground it, you know it's it's by no means modern I, I, I'd like that yeah, and the vertigo is impressive. The ver- yeah, yeah. But that's one thing about the Mestalla in Valencia was it was so so steep. Yeah, and um, but I Bernabeu was definitely mine. Jamie's bucket list. But like so the Bernabeu, would be like Croke Park, and that it is. I suppose it can't move the same. Like they're both bang in the city centres. They are. There's literally no move. You, there's no room to move either side of it. Like it's literally just in a big square block. Oh my god. Yeah, mm. but this is. I mean, I'll, I'll, any of my mates or relations or anything like that even customers that I would have sold to Alan sort of hit on it earlier is that you will get you know the women going Look, I'm going to do a bit of shopping mm. the federal will go okay I'll do a stadium tour mm. um, and it, it is something to, to break it up and that's something one, one of our previous in our previous podcasts mm, we definitely. say top tips where do something that you love on, on a city break you know if that's if you like going for a cycle one or both of you go for a cycle if you love going stadium tour if you like going to you know if you like your beer go to a brewery 
Um, that, that sort of thing. Yeah. Mm. Both you don't have to do it. If, if one of you want to go off for, for an hour or two, sort of your own time, do it. And that, that's where staging tours really come in handy. And they have it in, did you say it? It's I couldn't get over the size, but I didn't walk into it now. Um, there's a penny slash pre-market. Oh, it was seven stories. It was just about Heaven to be opened when we were there. Yeah, we seven just stories. missed it. Yeah, yeah seven something. stories. Yeah, so when I saw it there, it was 2016. Seven like hell to floors. <laughs> Looks yeah. like a beast of a penny. <laughs> yeah, it was unbelievable. Penny slash pre-market. It was, they've, like, they've got ridiculous. All over Spain, they've got those El Corte inglés. El Corte inglés. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. everywhere. There's in Madrid, actually yeah. a really nice rooftop bar in the El Corte on Gran Vía. Yes. Rooftop yeah. bars, love them. There is a good few of them, yeah. There's a couple of nice hotels as well that we have that have the rooftop mm. hotels and okay, so rooftop pools oh. and bars. You're staying a nice one there, weren't you? With the group, that's a rooftop pool. I think it was there. Uh, no, it didn't. I the one we that. stayed in was called the Hotel Trip Sibeles, which was literally mm. bang on um, to Gran Via, but it was one of those kind of strange ones where the, the entrance was up a side street. Uh, but it was a lovely little hotel, as far yeah. as I'm aware. It's on our site in cities, you just want to be central, don't you? Yeah, mm. it doesn't really, Madison. you know. Okay, if you've you know, if it's a special occasion, go fu- go five star, but otherwise, just just stay central. Um, that it for Madrid. Oh, one thing. Um, if you do go to Madrid and you're there for a few days, do a day trip to Toledo. Far? Uh, no, it's not that far. You can get the train and it takes about thirty minutes, but it's a fantastic like. I'm going to say medieval, but I could be wrong. But it's a UNESCO World Heritage City and it's like a walled city and it's completely like stepping back well, in I was going to say that, so it's a step back in time. And it's, city. it's filled with uh, really old crafts and old Jewish quarters and it's just, it's well worth a visit. Cool. If you look it up and see the photos of Toledo, you'll definitely want to go. It's fantastic. Yeah, good tip. And one last thing was when we were it just was just off the Gran Via and it, I suppose it would be like a similar temple bar thing. I can't remember the name but you, when you came off the Gran Via you went down into these little side streets it looked like it was maybe a little bit rough but it wasn't I suppose the way Temple Bar <laughs> might look and at all but it was like small narrow streets and we went to this place called the Mercado San Miguel the San Anton oh, okay. market same sort of thing in that you had like all fresh food markets meats fish everything and then up on the rooftop there was like a restaurant and okay. um, it was just out of this world. It was amazing. And then, oh, there was a bar up there. Like, we were there, like, on a, was a Tuesday, and it was Jammers. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's another thing we always say when you go to the go to a city, is go yeah, to the market. Try, try yeah. the local market. Yeah, like, was, but, yeah great, great try the food. Um, right, so that's Madrid covered. Um, Malaga. Now, Ma- Malaga is a strange one because um, it's become really hip and really um, popular over the last while for, for a city break. And it's always been thought of, you know, Malaga was always the airport. That's when you say Malaga, when you say, I'm going to Malaga, I mean, that's the airport you're heading off to Torremolinas, the resorts, Marbella <laughs> yeah. and that. And no one ever goes the opposite way into the city. And it's, you know, it's only in recent years. I was on um, a trip with the tourist board a few years ago because they had put an awful lot of money in, redeveloping and everything as a, a place to go. And uh, again, it's location-wise, your railway station at the airport, you're 15, 20 minutes in by train into the city or short run in a taxi. And again, it's a it's a beach city. It's on the water's edge, marina. And then obviously you have your historic, uh, the lovely cathedral there. You got the Alhambra, another castle on the hill, yeah. Picasso birthplace, so your mm. Picasso Museum. Um, there's a, if anyone's into cars just outside of town, there's a fabulous, fabulous motor museum in yeah. there. The cars from all ages, from the very first car that was made, like a horse-drawn carriage type, right up to modern day. And all quirky cars, they've a lot of American, like I think Elvis's car is there. They've got um, 
James Bonds that was used, you know, the one right, with the, the extra seat in it, yeah. uh, the Aston Martin. And it's 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 a day out. And again, a lot of places abroad they don't rob you. I think when we paid in there, it was seven euros entrance fee, you know, mm. so it's it's only a short um train run out, out. But Malaga again, yeah, it's 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 great for a break. Or or you could do is do a, t- a twin centre if you want to mm. do the resort and you could finish up a couple of days in the city as well, well you know. My Lisa and Jamie were down there um a couple of weeks ago. They done a, what was planned to be a city break in Malaga. Um but um I couldn't go. Last minute we looked up properties and rather than staying in Malaga, they actually stayed in Ben Medina. Uh, said in the Alley apartments in Bella Medina, which were, you know, we got it really cheap and it was really good value uh, for for the three nights. So they went down as a city break, but said in Bella Medina, but went into Malaga two days okay, yeah. um, and done that car museum you're yeah, saying. Yeah, they, uh, yeah it's, it's actually, Malaga is a student town as well. There's a big university in it. And so there's a great vibe. There's a real buzzy, lively um, vibe to it. Gastronomy, it's food is meant mm. to be, you know, it's a real hub for food now, and an awful lot of big chefs are, d- are there these days. Delicious. So, so they have a lovely pedestrianised street in there with a lot of shops. I mean, again, I know shopping, but it's it's something to stroll along as well. And mm. you know, again, it's shops there with a few little bars to the side for him and hers. You know, <laughs> but, but I think it is, it is great that you can have a city break, um, and rather than staying in the city, you can be ten minutes down the road in Termodine or Bellamadine or something like that. So you you're getting your your resort sort of by night but your city during the day so that really is a complete mix or just stay in the city like it's either and the other good properties. thing about if you're doing a Malaga break because because Malaga is serving the tourist resorts for the sun holidays as we say, there's a quite a, a large amount of flights to choose from so you know with some city breaks you've only got one out or one out you know just they're restricted on time but Malaga you've got about between Ryanair and Aer Lingus and wherever else flies six a day there. At least, six days. at least, yeah, yeah six days a day, and yeah. regional as well. Yeah, you know, you're your starting off. Your, yeah. your flights at seven o'clock in the morning going out, and even the late ones coming back at midnight. So I mean, I know kind of okay, back in. But if you want to stretch, or, or I can't make a weekend, or or even you know, a long three nights. If you do two nights, and come back in a late flight, you can still make the a full day. Yeah, to to to, to do what you want to do. Yeah. So again, know. Malaga has something for everyone. So just moving on from Malaga. Um, We'll touch briefly on Seville. Now, we have a, mm. a specific Seville podcast, which I think is really good and re- re- yes. really popular. For Very informative. Yeah. Please listen to it because you will go to Seville. Yeah, there's, there's a fabulous pro- city. There's probably like not much more. We've discussed Malaga, we've discussed Barcelona, we've discussed um, uh, Madrid and that. And, you know, Seville also has the same character. Mm. I think it's it's a lot more, it's an older city as well. Yeah. Mm. And it's it's very, very compact. Like we were talking about the other ones, but that is more compact. But I think it's, between all the other ones, like Barcelona's fabulous, I think Seville, to me, might be one of the ones I would prefer to Barcelona. I was going to say, actually, you're just back from Barcelona. Um, Seville or Barcelona? Uh, Seville. Still Seville, yeah. yeah. I haven't been I haven't been to Madrid, but certainly between Barcelona and Seville. Mm. Seville's my favourite. Just the okay, atmosphere, I mean, how Barcelona cheap it is. Barcelona's lovely, and it's, it's spread out, and there's loads. Of, Seville, it just had that kind of, it just was everything squeezed into one little box, historic, small street, and it wasn't overly busy. Yeah. You know, cathedral. Uh, mm. Like Barcelona is known worldwide, so you have every nationality going there for a weekend break. Right versus, like, there's a lot of Asians coming in with the flights coming in now. Seville, it's not, you know, that's only only two flights a week from Dublin, so yeah. mm. it's not bunged with tourism and that. Yeah. You know, Barcelona is eight times the size of Dublin, so 
Junior Mac. So is it Dublin? Yeah, it's eight times the size of Dublin, as it's far as beast. I know. I remember looking that up and something. And you, and you, when you look at it, when you fly in and you actually see it, you know, where you fly yeah. down the coast and then it whips back around to come into Alpine, you actually see the size of it from up mm. above, and it yeah. is massive. Mm. And obviously, it's a huge cruise port as mm. well. So, um, as Alan said, you know, you have every nation or nationality in and out of that city. On a, on a regular Ma- basis. Maybe that's what I loved about Seville was the fact that it was... More local? Well, no, I mean, it's still full of tourists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it just wasn't it's not jammers with tourists. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. still comfortable and a great atmosphere. Um, so definitely go and listen to the Seville podcast. I uh, just want to touch very briefly on Valencia. Again, we did speak about Valencia in a in a previous podcast. On, that was the Clicky's the Travels Clickies one. The Clicky's yeah. yeah. Um, but I, the more I think about Valencia, um, looking back, the more... I really, really enjoyed it. And for families, this is really a great family because there's, a, there's um, a beach called Malvarasa Beach, which is like 10 minutes from the city centre. Um, you've got the City of Arts and Science. Um, you've got the Taria Dry Riverbed, um, which is, it sort of snakes through the city centre and that has loads of family activities in it. Um, it's very cheap. Uh, there's loads of architecture. There's a great market. It has everything that we spoke about uh, on, that you could get in a in a city break. So if anyone wants to hear about more Valencia and Seville, rather than us doing it now and we can move on, I'd, I'd recommend definitely going back listen to the Clicky Travels one for, for Valencia and the Seville podcast for Seville because they are real humdingers to you know to get good tips on, on more city breaks in detail, in high detail. <laughs> um, so. Let's move on now to another city I haven't been to as yet, Lisbon, Portugal. So who's been there most recently? I've just been there on day trips. And I spent five days there about, it's either two or three years ago, I can't actually remember the year I showed. Um, (laughs) There was no football to market. (laughs) No, I was, I I did actually, that was, um, I'm trying to think, I think it's 2016. Is it three years? Coming up on three years ago, um, we went in August. Um, we, it was actually Fiona, Emma and Jack and myself. So the four, we did a family trip. So we just, this, we had done like a couple of sun holidays and we said, like, come on, let me try something different. And um, Fiona was like, well, what about, I'd like to see Lisbon. And I said, okay, right, we'll try that. And um, we went, yeah, we were there for five or six days. Um, as they say, it's the city of seven hills and immediately the first and most important tip and give it to people say it to people on the phone particularly women and ladies bringing in if you were going to Lisbon you must bring flat shoes <laughs> with the hills and the cobbles it mm. is and it's an ankle breaker <laughs> potentially it's, Portuguese it's, it's streets aren't yeah. made for heels but no, that's no, the no. tradition of Portuguese mm. footpaths they yeah. are those small little squares little mosaic oh. the, the dark colour so the light colour which they do mosaics exactly lovely patterns in but they literally they are yeah. heel trippers. If you, you know? want to bring heels, bring wedges because you'll break your neck otherwise. Oh yeah, it's just but like I mean it's it's a it's a great city again like that big fairly it's it's a large city. Um, you have the Rossio Square, which is kind of the big central point. There's the train stations close to that. You've got the Avenue Liberty Liberati, Liberati that kind of feeds down from that, and that feeds down from the Marcus de Pombal roundabout, and. Uh, Mark that's kind of isn't it Brian from say the Marquis de Pombal that roundabout straight down to the seafront that's yeah, the kind of the I guess the way to see, like the Marquis de Pombal roundabout is 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 literally is kind of out a bit from the central park but it's it's actually one of the most focal points of the city because yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of the roads feed off it in different directions it's where all the red top buses go so yeah. they do all the different routes from there and Sintra Kashkai all go from there and uh, there's a big park there which is kind of where 
they like if when the football team has won, this the national team has won some of their the, the, the tournaments. The they won the Euros, Euros, isn't it? Yeah. So that's kind of the point where they would do the big celebration, and the whole city would go to that focal point. Um, we we did a lot of the bus tours. Actually, we sat in the bus quite a bit and went yeah. round the city. Um, you um, have the castle. There's a castle on the hill overlooking it on one side. There is, yeah. We actually didn't make it up that side at all. We were because, yeah. If you're over kind of where the the famous lift is, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Is it the Santa Juanta? I think is what it's called. Yeah. The lift, right? Yeah. It's a famous it's a lift. And then when you go up the lift, there is a cathedral and from that point you can look right across the city mm. and you can see that that castle we never made it over that side that's on and one I of the other hills I think towards where that hill is where that the, the, the tower is as well they've, they've still even those little trams that run no, up no, the that's, hills that's the side we were on that's where yeah. the Barrio Alto is and yeah. that's yeah. the famous yellow tram yeah. they're called yeah. the, the Gloria Funiculars the, glo- the Gloria Funicular yeah. trams that yeah we went on one of them to look at, yeah. Yeah, it's rattled around now roller coaster stuff and we yeah like we just enjoyed it we walked around the city um we did a day. We went out to Kashkaish for the day. Um, had lunch. That's out a there. lovely run out there, oh, yeah, because it's, it's from. It's kind of like Dublin out to Bray. It's mm. there's a train line runs all along the coast from, you know, from Lisbon. You go to Kakavelish, you go to Estoril, and you finish in Kashkaish. So you know, for anyone who's doing the city, take a day trip out there to have a look, because they're resorts. They're uh, we get a lot of people go there for a week's holiday. So you go and have a look. Oh, God, I'd love to come back here and spend the week. And if you're out there as well on a week's holiday in Kashkash, Estoril, you have also can do it as a city break yeah, because yeah. you hop on the train and you can get the best of both worlds, a, um, a sun break. And, and a city break. A, a, you know, visit the city throughout your, your week's day. You know. And value for money, eating out, drinking, things like that. Um, I, can remember I think Portugal enough. would be that bit less expensive mm, than Spain. No, Alan's right. The um, like, when we went out at night time, like, we would have gone down into that kind of tourist trap sort of area the Rossio. of the Rossio mm-hmm. and around that and some of the side streets. And it was as pricey as us having a nice dinner out here. The yeah, four really, of us. Yeah. yeah, it was in that kind of price range most nights. Um, on that Rue Augusta, there was this place that did the most amazing gelato ice cream and the queues out the <laughs> door for it were unbelievable. But the price was big too, but it wasn't stopping people buying it. Um, oh, I found it, I found it expensive, as in... I didn't mind spending money, but I did. Find, I was like, I might as well be back at home. Yeah. Mm. Um, so when you're looking at a city break, Brian, and that is it. You are kind of thinking if what you spend here is going to yeah. what you spend. The, they are European capital, so. You know, the one thing that was amazing was that if you, you kind of walked around the Barrio Alto and you came down onto the seafront, um, there is that whole natural park area that I can't forget the name of it. And there's like those little castle things oh the Tor de Belém that's them that kind of sit out into the thing and if anyone's mm. seen some of them Star Wars movies they kind of modelled them on that um, mm. the late, the newer ones and um, down at that area there's a thing called Time Out Lisboa which is oh the, it's like an indoor market it's indoor meant to be market. fantastic oh, uh, Bettina who is, works with us here recommended to go to it and I'm not messing it was amazing you literally walk into this huge big building and you have all like what are, I suppose, like pop-up restaurants, mm. pop-up things, all in these little stalls all around the kind of circumference of the building. All the tables are in the middle. So literally you go up 
and you kind of walk around and go, okay, right, I'll have a fish meal or maybe I'll have a burger thing. And then you just pay and you'd order. You go back to your seats and you had this little bing, little ringer yoke and it went off and it just told you then to go back up and collect it. But the food in that place was out of this world. And like that, I think we were in there like on a Thursday afternoon and it was jammed like it was a Saturday afternoon mm-hmm. and it was un- it was fabulous, the food in it. What's it really, really was. It's just time called out. Time Out, Time Out, Lisboa. Yeah, it's just a huge food market. Yeah, that sounds yeah, mm. amazing. That was been like again, great city to walk around. Uh, you know, like kind of Madrid, you could kind of just wander around, yeah. and that's what we did. Like we were, we stayed in a hotel just up from the Marcus de Pombal called the Apixana. Um, beautiful hotel, I must admit. Now it was absolutely stunning, five star with a rooftop pool, which actually fundamentally because we brought kids to that hotel. That was really what they wanted to do most days, God bless them. <laughs> they just wanted to get back to the hotel. They 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 would kind of suffer me and Fiona wanting to wander around. But like once we got them back around four or five o'clock and straight to the up pool. onto the rooftop pool and they could just get into the pool and annoy all the people sitting on the cabana things and that and <laughs> they just got in and they enjoyed the pool. And um, but it was a yeah, I I I've anybody who wants a really good hotel, I highly recommend it. But it's up the top of a big hill, so you've a lot you've plenty of walking to do. Yeah. Um, never got the metro, even though I know th- there was metro stops everywhere. Ne- I, we just walked everywhere. The odd Actually, night might have got a taxi. A good um, friend of mine was over there, and the tip that he gave me was uh, the open top buses are brilliant, mm. but because there's an awful lot of little side streets down there, yeah, he recommended it's like a uh, for. Oh, the lads on the bikes. Yeah, the yeah, lads on yeah, the bikes. Yeah, yeah, the you can sit things. in the back of them. And th- these guys are real knowledgeable. Mm. So you're not just paying for them to drive you somewhere. They're going to be able to get you up all the small side streets, up the hills, around the corners, and they're going to give you a, a history lesson and a, and a guided tour on the way. Um, can't remember, 15, 20 quid or something, I think it was. Is that the, the lads with the motorbikes with the side carts? That thing? No, no, no. Yeah, we looked at doing that, but it was incredibly expensive. Yeah, no, these were... Um, uh, like tuk tuks, mm. yes, oh, yeah, 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 when you see yeah. you in the streets, isn't yeah, it? But, yeah, but yeah. people people sitting back. But these are these are guided tours. These yeah. guys are talking to you, and they have mm. a, a route that they'll bring you on. So twenty twenty quid, whatever it was, I think is probably very well worth it. Yeah, um, yeah. and that he said that was a great way to see the bits of the city that the, the bus wouldn't yeah mm. wouldn't be able no. to. Um, and the other thing, sorry, you just touched on, Brian, you mentioned there as well. It's it's a, a day trip, a Sintra. Oh yeah, that's um, yeah, yeah, another yeah. UNESCO kind of site. Oh, yeah, the palace, palace. fabulous space, Disneyland on. No, that's that uh, Neuschwanstein oh, in sorry, Bavaria in Germany. Well, what was it? But they did not. Something was based on it, though, wasn't it? Possibly the idea of Sintra and the kind of the castle and the is it not? A lot of it was no. built. The architect was an Irishman, but was it right? Built a castle. I always thought it was Disney. No, Germany. Also, <laughs> also, before we move on from Lisbon, don't forget um, regional now as well. So Cork, there's a Cork Lisbon flight. Now as well. So Cork, Lisbon, Dublin, plenty of Dublin flights to Lisbon. Um, so I think that's Lisbon covered mm-hmm. everything. You have a lot now, actually, said. And traditionally, Dublin, you had Ryanair and Aer Lingus in, but Tap Air Portugal yeah. uh, are, because they're using that as a feeder service on. But that's another one. And the thing about when you have two or three different airlines on the route, they're all watching each other competing. So it's an area that you will get a good airfare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as against maybe one of the cities that one airline flies into they have the monopoly so when you kind of have a city there with a couple of airlines they're usually the better value it's actually a city that we do promote a lot because we do get great deals mm. from um, from our ground handlers down 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 in Portugal um, Lisbon yeah yeah they do really give us you know what, what we do with the Algarve mainly with them we do get some really good deals as well for Lisbon so you know definitely keep an eye on our website for uh, for some good city break deals for Lisbon the only other thing with, uh, with Lisbon was as well just to add on um, 
that whole sort of seafront area where, where there's a cruise port, all of that massive renovation going on when I was there three years yes, ago. Unbelievable yeah. renovation of that whole area and all and that's being modernised. old Lisbon, isn't yeah. That would be the old, old, old yeah, building. Very the much so. of it, yeah. <laughs> and um, the, the bridge that spans the river or the estuary um, is a complete copy of the Golden Gate Bridge, bridge in yeah. San Francisco. And if you go across that bridge, they have kind of the mini what's the another Christ one? Redeemer the Christ yeah. Redeemer there's like another version <laughs> that, that looks yeah. back over the city so mm. there's a lot to do and see and, I'm, and I don't know if you'd say it's, is it a family sort of city it's hard well, if you get a hotel that has a pool on the roof yeah um, <laughs> for couples of all ages I would say yeah, a lot of cities great. now have you know with families and that it's getting is it a bit of research to think mm. what to do because they've all have these kind of activities yeah. for games there's parks there's, there is yeah and the Everything airport again is, is again it's 20 minutes outside it's very very close you know so that's right and actually when you come in from the airport you see the big Rome I think it's the Romans built it the huge big aqueduct that goes across the city yeah that's another yeah. piece that you'll you'll not you'll see when you're there it's unbelievable like so yeah great city cool so that's Lis- Lisbon covered Lisboa next <laughs> on to Nice in France so I think you're their expert. I think I'm the only person. Yeah, I was there about, oh, I think three years in October or four years. Um, it was a, it was a fantastic city. It was the first time I was in France since I was like seven. And it was just gorgeous. We stayed in the Nice Excelsior Hotel. Like with Madrid, I flew it. I flew in to meet my parents. <laughs> Seems to be the theme of any city break <laughs> I go on with them. Um, we were there. I was there for two nights. I think they were there for three, and yeah, it's just it's gorgeous. It's all a big Nice's just one big promenade. At one end of the promenade, you have the airport, so it's only ten fifteen minutes into the city center. Wow. Um, and only like four or five euro, so it's really handy. Um, we did the open top bus tour one day to get a a sense of the city, and did the Henry Matisse Museum which before I came here, I was sure it was the Picasso Museum, but no, there was a Picasso exhibit on at the same time, but it was it was absolutely brilliant. And it had it was at a lovely big park. So there was old guys playing like bowls or something okay. in the middle of the park and people just sitting around having coffees and fab. Is is it as expensive, you know, a bus to Mitford's here? Um, oh, I can't really remember the prices, but I don't think it was too expensive. No. Like, to be honest, uh, is any city... I'm after you. <laughs> no, no, I, I pay my way, I pay my way. Um, any city isn't really that expensive when you compare it to Dublin. Yeah. Like, it was it was still all right, um, price-wise. What is it to see and do within the city itself? Um, so there's loads of museums. It's great for shopping. We did spend a good few hours shopping. Poor Dad was at his wits' end with us. Um, and you could take a day trip into Monte Carlo as well, yeah right? that's yeah. what we did the second day we went into Monte Carlo and Monaco and they were just insane like the cars in Monte Carlo were just unbelievable I've been to Mo- I've been to Monte Carlo many years it was literally just a day trip and um, to be able to walk the same streets as the Formula One cars drive on yeah and to mm. see cars going both ways around that uh, famous roundabout and going through the tunnel um, yeah, it's a spectacular city, isn't it? Or yeah. What is it? Municipality? Or? Yeah, municipality. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even to walk into the, the casino was just... Yeah. We obviously didn't gamble, but we just went in for a little look around and it was unbelievable. I would love to be rich enough to do like a yeah. proper weekend in Monte Carlo. Not this month. <laughs> no, no, not this month. But Monaco is also a fab, a fab spot. And we went and... 
we weren't there for too long. We just got lunch and we saw the changing of the guard at the palace. And there was part of the palace you could go in and walk around the different rooms and well worth doing. Absolutely fabulous as well. To be honest, Nice is just a really nice, little bit more luxurious weekend break. And again, beach. And beach, yeah. Beach, yeah. It's all beach. Mm. And there's fantastic uh, markets on every day there in the Coors Salaya. We went the day of the like, fruit, veg and uh, kind of flea market. And I think I picked up like five or six different Christmas presents. Because October at the time, so it's nice and forward thinking. Yeah. But yeah, it's just a fantastic city. And the views over the Castle movie, Hill. That French actor Jean Reno, that I think Gabriel Worm was in it. I think it's called Ronan, David. But this, it was filmed in Nice. Oh, really? And it was all car chase around Nice and everything. It was oh, a yeah. great way to see the city. <laughs> <laughs> Can't beat a good car chase to see a city. <laughs> On Ronan. Okay. But yeah, brilliant city. Definitely recommend it. So that's that's Nice covered. Um, now we move on to Thessaloniki. Thessaloniki is a city break. It's Greece, um, but we only loaded it in, in product there last week as a city break. Thessaloniki is the airport that serves Halkidiki um, and the Cassandra Peninsula, etc. Um, but having done a bit of research and looked into it, we decided, well, if the flight goes into Thessaloniki, mm. why not sell it as a, a city break? Mm. Um, and it's on the seafront as well. There's lovely there's there's beaches there. There's seafood restaurants and all that. It's yeah. real old Roman. Yeah. There's a, the the centre of it or the main attraction is a big white tower. Yeah. Um, is, is sort of called the white tower. It's called the white tower. <laughs> um, and it just looks it looks lovely. It looks like it's um, quite a busy. It's um, sorry, Greece's second largest Large city. city. So it will be really busy. But for, for food, for good standard, good, well-rated hotels. Um, and again, having done a bit of research, we haven't been there. We're going in May um, on, a, on a fam trip. Um, it's meant to be really, really vibrant. Yeah, real it's lively. meant to be a, a hip city with lots of cool cafes yes. and bars. But like filled to the brim with history. There's a massive um, ancient Roman ruins in the middle of the city. And it has a whole amphitheater right. and a whole area with they used to have old Roman shops and underneath it they have an entire museum filled with artifacts and the history on Thessaloniki back in Roman oh, okay. times. That sounds really good. Yeah, yeah it does. Sounds, it, it sounds good. And have having been reading up on it there, I'm really looking forward to, to, to going you guys down get to make. see the city as well as the resorts. Hope, hopefully, we ha- I haven't seen the itinerary yet for for the fam trip, but um, we'll be flying in. I'd imagine. If not, it sounds like one to to book in another one doesn't it yeah definitely <laughs> I'll look yeah. at the guys pushing for <laughs> <the one. laughs> I'll come back and tell it because I'm going there for a week in June oh are you yeah. yeah it was just like that you know you've seen a lot of the place in Spain Portugal mm-hmm. and just when that came up in the market when the flight started in Thessaloniki uh, got it somewhere different to see and so yeah we're looking forward to something different and I mean that area there uh, like serving Cassandra Peninsula it's supposed to be beautiful yeah. not not overrun by tourism no. that and Beautiful, beautiful, unspoiled beaches and, and everything like that. But Thessaloniki's only in a ninety-minute drive down to the Cassandra Peninsula, so it's a good combo of a sun and city as well. N- another great thing about Thessaloniki is the flights. The flight leaves Dublin really early on a Friday morning, so you're over there about midday. Yeah, six mm. comes back Monday in the morning, afternoon, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. Six o'clock in the morning. So, so it comes back Monday afternoon. Change that schedule because I I got that notification in. Yeah, five minute change. <laughs> 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 no, well, okay. <laughs> seven minutes. No, it's um, it was five fifty-five, and it's now seven forty-five. 
Okay. Or to wait in the morning is changing. Okay. Well, that's maybe depending on what day it is. That was yeah. the day that we have. And I said, well, that was that was a nice change rather than being at the airport for it's twice a week. Ridiculous. Yeah. 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 F- uh, Friday and Monday. Monday. That's really Monday. good for a city break. Mm-hmm. But it, it's great. It is great for a city break for, for those mm. times. I mean, I was looking in May. Um, there was a three-star hotel for one ninety-nine for three nights with flights and flights and accommodation, and then there was a cracking uh, four-star boutique uh, hotel um, had high ratings. Uh, five five star rating on um, TripAdvisor, um, really well, you know, located right mm-hmm. in the centre, and it was I think two eighty nine for for three nights for you know really good. That's really hotel. good. And that's again they're all for you know flights and hotel for three nights. So that's guys, that's just touching on Tesla Niki. And this is the nice thing about that is even right throughout the sea, summer season because obviously Greece is going to be warm. Mm. It's again it's a coastal city, so yeah. if you say oh it's too warm for walking the city today. Mm. You can go down and, and relax by the beach cafe or so that, you know. Yeah, it has a gorgeous <laughs> long um, waterfront promenade. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's about 10 or 12 different gardens along it. So there's lots of green areas to just sit and chill. Chill, yeah, in the heat. Mm. There's one or two future podcasts, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that we'll get from this. There'll be one done. There'll be one done when we're down there. Yeah, yeah. We'll Stephen's already been given his duties. Yeah, I've oh, the duties for the, for the Seeing as I'm not going on, on the farm trip. On site, recorded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, very nice. By the pool. Um, roving reporter. <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll do it in a restaurant. Greek restaurant. After a few uh, when they're, sm- they're smashing plates around us. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so Wes and Christina, isn't it? Wes, Christina, um, myself, and Gillian right. marketing. Great. So we've got a, a good spread. Good mix of people to good go spread in. Of people, yeah. uh, so Not now, jealous at all. moving on finally to um, Valletta in Malta. The sunniest city in Europe. Is it not Seville, no? That's the warmest city in Europe. Ah, so the sunniest city in Europe is Valletta in Malta. Mm-hmm. Looks stunning. Again, haven't been. Um, Paul's always, Paul in the office is always raving about it. Um, the history, architecture, religion, cathedrals, churches. I was in a long time ago, yeah. A few times we were there, but a long time ago. And it's a popular cruise, cruise stop, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. yeah very mm. popular cruise port, yeah. Mm. But looks, looks outstanding. Looks Moorish or something. Yes, well, it's the history going back. Like when you look at Valletta, it's kind of it's a wall city. Mm. You know, it's raised up its walls on all sides, all three sides of it. You know, because it was built by Saint John's Order right from the Moors. Because where Malta was is right in the middle of the Mediterranean. It's been attacked by everybody. <laughs> yeah. you know? uh, everyone wanted a piece of the action, but um, but again, you walk in and the old buildings, small little side streets and everything. Now, again, going back many many years, it was you know small oldish town. A city in that, you know, but they again they put an all a lot of work into it and renovating and obviously country had a few bob to spend on it and I think it became when they became EU and that so they got the support. But it's um not too far from Valletta, uh you gotta go out to the resorts area, you've got Salima St. Julian's mm. and then just further on you got um Saint Paul's Bujiba. But they are a bus journey. Mm. Into Valletta, you just like particularly if you're in Salim Junior's area, you you can actually see you look across the bay and there's the city, but you're a bus ride into it, you know. But the buses are meant to be really good down there, real regular and and, and it's a very small country. Yeah, really, really small. But the the big thing doing doing the research before we pushed this in product a, a few weeks ago again was the um, how vibrant, how lively. Mm. I mean, there's some there's some big music, yeah. dance music effects, festivals yeah. going they've on. They've Annie so Max Lost and Found, and then they've loads of other festivals. Like they have a whole Baroque festival, and they have a fireworks festival. Yeah. And um, actually, I, I think a, a possible future guest. And maybe somebody that would resonate with younger people is to yes. have Luke on. Yeah, because Luke, Luke is going to Lost, Lost and Found in yeah. May. Yeah, we're do we're going to be doing a, a Malta podcast. I've already flagged May, it with Luke when, when, <laughs> when, he, when he's back. Yeah, and um, not just to talk about um, 
you know, the, the dance music festival, but yeah. to we're going to send them off on a but is that when you show like the idea of Malta because a lot of people think of going to Malta it would be an older more kind of relaxed uh, couples kind of place mm. but um, as I say I they are very twinned and young and vibrant yeah no I think I think it still has that I think it, it really has because I think that's how it may be known for, for years gone by mm. and they tried to the multi-source board tried to maybe get, get away from that and they certainly are like I mean it now really has it still is popular with the with the over fifty sort of market, the, you know the, the, those that are looking for culture and religion, cathedrals and sightseeing things like that, um, and I think why it was popular as well, Al, when you think, put it that way, is because the the cruise ships would pull in, um, an awful lot of clients in the cruise ship could see what it had to offer. Yeah. But but they've now extended now, and you've got the younger people going on cruise ships, you know, over the last ten years, twenty years or so, um, and now they're seeing that mm. that Valletta has more to offer, so people are going. They're stopping there on a cruise and going back for a, for a, a longer city there's break. There's an area there just by St. Julian's well called Patchyville. As well. Patchyville. That, that's kind of an oh, that's area. Oh, that's the nightclub area. Nightclub area. So it's like just for people listening to go to well, go to Malta on holiday. Thing. It again it has all walks of life. So mm. for even for young people to go for a set of your Mallorcas or like your Santa Pons that try something different, you know. Even mm. if you see any of um, the Malta's tourism board's videos, they're all really like action packed. Yes, very like much it's so. Yeah. Apparently one of the best places for like scuba diving and yes. stuff in Europe yeah. because it's kind of on its own in the Mediterranean so it's not Crystal overly p- polluted and it has its own blue lagoon and Camino is a pretty much uninhabited island. I think they said there was two people yeah, currently two. living on it. <laughs> and Gozo is the other island. Yeah, and Gozo is the other island. Trip, you know, but uh yeah, it's really it's a great place for an active holiday or for a city break or for just chilling like on the beach. As well, because you know, just they've a big history uh, in the past with English, so it's English is quite. It's an official language. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, and and also don't forget, this is another one with um, regional flights. There's a Cork, mm-hmm. there's a new Cork Malta flight as well, and um, so that's that's an added bonus for yeah for our Munster friends. Well, as as um, as you were saying earlier on about the you know the, the sunshine and the weather. Mm. Um, for people who are looking for like a little winter break it's incredible value um if you don't want to do the canaries you don't want to go to portugal or spain so like that long weekend or a holiday it's a great destination and the weather like that does seem to be really really good yeah Mm. yeah and like i say the location is it's south south of sicily Mm -hmm. and north of africa so you're right in the middle there so it's it's probably one the the furthest south european Sun destinations before you talk about the Canaries, yeah, and that's you know, so that's the mm. yeah, no, it's, it's a great spot, yeah, really good. So, look, I think that's I mean, look, I have tons more cities that we could do that that have sun. It's fairly, it's a, maybe we'll do a part two in a few months' time, yeah. We'll <laughs> there could be a part one and part two in this one, actually, just looking at the time. Um, but you know, there are plenty of other cities that get sun. I mean, obviously, the likes of Krakow in, in the summer, um, mm. get sun, you know, so th- these are ones we just sort of stuck with the. The regular, we tried to incorporate if they had beaches, um, but they were known sort of sunny city yeah. destinations. So, yeah, we may we may have a part two or a part three on this in the coming months. Definitely. Right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. That's it for this week on the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Thanks to Alan, Brian and Stephen. And as always, thank you for listening. Steve and I hope you've been enjoying the podcast and the destinations we've been covering. If you have any suggestions or questions, drop us an email at podcast.clickandgo.com. 
If you've enjoyed this episode and all our previous episodes, please subscribe, rate it or leave a review on Apple Podcasts, share it and spread the word. Next week, we'll be continuing on from our first episode on busting the cruise holiday myths and delving deeper into the world of cruise. So until then, goodbye.